might be something else out there that is a huge part of you that you haven't fully tapped into or maybe you've stuffed it under the desk in a shoebox while you've been trying to get through medical school but once you get out into the real world i really encourage anyone to get that shoebox out dust it off and see what's in there because there's a whole lot of happiness and opportunity waiting hi there i'm rocky roperto i'm a lawyer at avant you just heard from dr joshua case who is currently a pgy2 working as an emergency department doctor after completing his intern year Joshua decided to take a break from full-time training and focus on another passion of his. Not a typical career move and one which we will talk to him more about here. After hearing about the difficult choices junior doctors make when deciding on training and career paths, we decided to create this podcast series to share the stories of your colleagues and give you some insights about what others in your situation are doing. With Josh, I discussed navigating different career interests, working part-time and well-being. Let's get into it. Hi, Josh. I just told everyone that you went part-time after you completed your internship. It's a pretty bold move. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what influenced your decision there? Absolutely. I think um, lots of people have aspirations of going part-time at some point in their clinical career. Not many people do it PGY2. I'm aware of a handful of us around the place. And so in that sense, it did feel like it was fairly bold and a bit of a risk But it had kind of been bubbling away in the background for a while. I'd had a very strong interest in software and innovation and digital health that had sort of been growing from what was a hobby to up towards, you know, a bit of a side hustle. And then eventually I got to sort of professional level skills. And then I combine, compare and contrast that with working in a public health system that, you know, in some ways is very dated from a technology sense and, and that it was at times frustrating and difficult to work with. And so I guess it kind of got to a point where I just saw such an enormous opportunity for myself that I considered it actually a bigger risk to not try and roll the dice and try something a bit different in the short term. And when I really weighed up the pros and cons, you know, I'm fortunate to be in a, in, at a stage where, you know, even working part-time, I can still pay my rent and buy my groceries and, you know, with the job market the way it is, if, if I fall flat on my backside, I will easily be able to gain employment as an RMO somewhere. So in that sense, I, I really considered it riskier to stay where I was, at least in the short term. And I suppose in another year or two, we'll, we'll see if that's true. I don't know if it is. And having this mix of careers so early on, do you think that it's played a part in your general well-being? I think for sure. Look, I, overall, I really did enjoy internship. I think many interns, in fact, any doctor will tell you, you work very, very hard during your internship, not just because everything around you is new and scary, but also because, you know, the workload is really high and hospitals are fast paced, complex places. But I think once I went down to part-time, so I'm 0.5 full-time equivalent, I found that I was enjoying my clinical work a whole lot more. I was having time to exercise regularly you know during internship I kind of had this aspiration of maintaining whatever I run a couple of times a week but I would go whole months at a time where I wouldn't even be able to manage one but now that I've got so much more spare time I'm able to have to spend it how I want so you know obviously I'm not earning as much money but I'm able to exercise and I will see my friends I'm able to spend a lot more quality time with my partner it's really I think my overall happiness is so much higher doing exactly what I want to do when I want to do it rather than being a slave to <laughs> the full-time kind of grind I guess it sounds like it's been really beneficial for you. Do you have any future aspirations or future goals to be able to make both your interests come together so you can do a mix of both of them full-time or do you think that they will always maintain these kind of separate courses in your life? 
That's a great question. And to be honest with you, I'm still kind of really looking for the right Josh-shaped hole in this whole ecosystem. I did have someone who was perhaps a couple of years ahead of me down a similar line to what I'm kind of going down now, who said to me, you know, when you split your time half-half, you don't really get half of your investment back, if that makes sense. You might get 40% of the investment on this side and 40% on this side because it's, you know, things like... um, training and all that sort of stuff mean that you don't get the full sort of amount of career progression out of the time that you're investing. But I don't think what I'm doing is for everyone. I think, you know, we live in a world of specialists and we absolutely need people who are really, really good general surgeons, really, really, really good general practitioners, really, really good lawyers. We need people who are razor sharp in their industry and their skill set. But I also think we need people who can bridge the gap between two different disciplines who are generalists. And I think a combination of generalists and specialists is actually probably the key towards having a really cohesive future and a successful future. And so I'm really trying to forge a career for myself on the boundary between clinical and technical, probably in the critical care sense. But by using my technical skills and my clinical skills, I hope to be able to make impact in a way that neither a specialist technical person or a specialist clinician could. And do you think your decision to concentrate in critical care has been influenced by perhaps the amount of flexibility that allows you to pursue interests in other areas? Yeah, I think so. You know, I have that kind of cliche about having a short attention span in critical care. That sort of, you know, or ED, that definitely applies to me. You know, I really like the the team environment, the fast pace, the potential to make a significant impact in a critically unwell patient's life. Like I, I like all of those things. So I do have a genuine interest in critical care that kind of stands in its own right. But then some of the other qualities, like, for example, ED is very open to part-time training. And for the most part, when you're working in ED, your work stays at work, you know, sort of a shift work, which obviously has its pros and cons. But that allows me to kind of separate myself and go and dive into something else. So I think it is cause and effect. You know, I really like the medicine, but also those lifestyle advantages, you know, if I'm trying something entrepreneurial or something in the software space, those lifestyle advantages have definitely played a factor. And, you know, there are other specialties too. You know, general practice is a really good example of another flexible profession. But I would encourage anyone listening to think broadly about their specialty choice. And, you know, the actual clinical medicine is important, but also the the lifestyle and the type of life that you want to lead um, is also important. Absolutely. What would you say to the other doctors in their early career stage who might be listening? I think when a lot of people say, you can't do this part-time. Most of that idea comes from tradition, comes from, you know, for many, many years, people have not done it part-time. It does require a shift in thinking. It does require your college and your employer to be forward thinking about how your work life will be structured, how your roster will be structured. But I think in the long run, it is actually going to lead to happier, more well-rounded clinicians who are able to contribute to their workplace in a way that clinicians never have previously. Yeah, I think that's a a great rule for everybody. If everybody could have two interests or a broader range of things that they do have some knowledge in, it really helps to bridge those gaps and bring groups of people together. So I think that sounds really good. And I know that you haven't not been an intern for a very long time, but is there any advice that you would give to Josh, the intern? or Josh as a almost graduated student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I can remember hearing stories of people who had either quit medicine or had gone part-time and feeling very scared. I think 
for me, having been a student for so long with my eyes on medicine for so long and then an intern, you know, for the best part of 10 years to get to that point, really, if you consider leaving high school through to now, I think being a doctor or a medical student had been such a huge part of my identity. Now that I've kind of ventured out and done other things, it's still a huge part of who I am, but it's not everything. It's There's a huge, whole lot of Josh that's not that. And I really encourage anyone listening, you know, it may not be programming, but it might be music or it might be surfing or it might be writing or it might be something else out there that is a huge part of you that you haven't fully tapped into or maybe you've stuffed it under the desk in a shoebox while you've been trying to get through medical school. But once you get out into the real world, I really encourage anyone to get that shoebox out, dust it off and see what's in there because there's a whole lot of happiness and opportunity waiting it's a bit cringy, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's not cringy at all, Josh. I think, it's, I think it's about creating balance. And it sounds like you've absolutely been able to marry two passions of yours and find your niche to really benefit not only your patients, but also yourself and the entire healthcare system. So I think that's a great note to end. Thank you for joining us today. I certainly found it inspirational. I'm going to go dust off my shoebox and... <laughs> I'm sure our listeners will too. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for having me, Rocky. I really appreciate it. I hope this short podcast was helpful. We have many other similar resources available in Advanced Resource Centre. Thanks for joining us and all the best with your training. <laughs>